Welcome to the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into decoms. I'm Lizzie, a family wearing matching vacation outfits. And I'm Hannah, a parrot working as a scam artist. And this week, we asked and you voted. We're talking about Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. Yes, we are. It's our first decom based on a Disney Channel original series. Yes. And I think Lizzie kind of has the bone to pick with y'all. I look. If I am one thing, if you take away all the rest of my brilliant, wonderful qualities and had to reduce me to one single trait, it would be that I am a Phineas and Ferb stan. And you know what the most jacked up thing about this is? Both myself and Hannah... Both the hosts, creators, executive producers, if you will, of this podcast voted for the Phineas and Ferb movie. And yet, like no one else did. We're still here. My mom did. Oh, I think it's like four people total. It was six. 14 people voted for Wizards of Waverly Place. And I will say, I checked with our dear friend Lauren, who's yet to make an Mm -hmm. appearance on the pod because she's busy. Um, I, she voted for Wizard Deliberately Place, and I was like, wow, this is super uncharacteristic of her and confusing because she also loves Phineas and Ferb. And she said, I said, hey, can't believe you voted for Wizard Deliberately Place, not Phineas and Ferb. And she said, I love both of them, but I'd rather you do Wizards of Waverly Place first because I've been really busy and I want to make sure I get to listen to the Phineas and Ferb episode when it comes out. And, and I, I said, okay, are listeners uh, admitting that they're not going to listen to an episode? And then I texted her and I, said, and I said, when would it be convenient for you for us to do Phineas and Ferb? And she said, I don't have a specific time in mind. I just wanted to push it back a little. I can never guarantee I won't be buried in an ungodly amount of work. So, And you know what? We appreciate that you're in grad school, but also you can appreciate that we're women in their 20s running a decon podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. Women in STEM. <laughs> what about? Yeah. I would, I'm sorry. I'm, this is crazy. I'm looking at our analytics. Mm-hmm. On one day in October, mm-hmm. people listen to our podcast a hundred times. Was it the day that we released two episodes in one day? Oh, perhaps. There was a day that we released a Descendants episode and a Halloween Town episode in one day. Oh, that sounds like something we probably did. Honestly, the chaos of October last year. Yes, it was, because it says October 13th, October 14th, which probably means I posted one at 11.30pm October 13th, and the other one at 12.40am October 13th. Look, just assume... There's always a little bit of chaos going on. Yeah. Um, so if, if it does seem like we're a little bit more relaxed this evening, it's a it's a late night recording of the pod. Yeah, it's not our usual day. Um, we're all very tired. Yes. There's a lot happening in the world, in our lives. Yeah. Um, and there you go. But we're still really excited to do the pod. 
Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, I, like you said, I voted for Phineas and Ferb, even though I honestly kind of wanted to watch Wizard Waverly Place more, but I've never seen Phineas and Ferb, the movie. Um, so that's why I voted for it, because I was like, oh, well, I'd like to watch it for the first time and talk about it, even though, like, Wizards is a favorite of mine. Yeah. So that's why I voted for it. Well, there you so go. So we'll do it eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and this is really interesting, because I went into this, watching this movie, with a very specific question in mind, which is, I had watched this movie before. Hannah had watched this movie before. Mm-hmm. I was interested to see if going into this movie if I would care less about the characters because I hadn't been actively watching the TV show the movie was based off of. Oh, interesting. Because, like, this movie came out in 2009, um, Mm -hmm. which was a very busy year in the Hobbs household um, because that was the year of the child's birth. Wait, Um, so did you not watch Wizards of Waverly Place? So I did watch Wizards of Waverly Place, but I obviously haven't watched it in a really long time. Oh. So I didn't know if, because I haven't watched it in probably nine years, Mm -hmm. if going into it, I would care about the characters less. True. I guess I probably haven't watched it since then, too, like... Uh, it's not like a show that like I rewatch now that Disney Plus is a thing. No. I mean, I probably watched like the reruns on Disney Channel until I stopped watching Disney Channel until like when I was right. you know twelve or thirteen. Um, well, exactly. But I've always been like my household is definitely a Selena Gomez fan household, so it never left the oh, zeitgeist okay. of our family. I'm gonna put okay. my sister on blast. I don't know if Kate might listen. Because Kate texted me about Zombies 3 the other day. And I'm like, and like a question about it. And I'm like, did you watch the movie or did you listen to the podcast? I need to text her and ask. Um, yeah, absolutely. But Kate was the Selena Gomez fan of us all. She had like a life-sized poster of Selena Gomez on her wall. That's funny. Um, so that, like, when you, like, looked into her room, you just saw Selena Gomez. I love that. And, and now we... never really we... had a poster like that, I don't think. I didn't either, but Kate did. Uh, I might um, have had a Hunger Games poster like that. Ooh. Actually, you know what? What? I am fairly certain when I was very young, like, the low single digits... I had a giant poster of Orlando Bloom for Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. And you know what? That's crazy. Who bought that for I'm, you? I don't know. I also had a locket with Orlando Bloom's face in it. <laughs> Again, who bought that for you? When well, you're a child. It was a Pirates of the Caribbean. Look, the love for Pirates of the Caribbean really runs deep. It's up there. Okay. And actually... This is something that I'm going to bring back later in the pod also, because this movie really fit into a thought I've been having a lot recently about action-adventure movies. And I have a theory. 
okay. about their popularity that we can discuss in a moment. Key. Okay. We need to recap the movie. We do. Um, and I think it's your turn. Is it? Yeah, because I did Zombies 3. Oh, that's true. You did. Okay. Then I will give this one a go. Okay, let me get a little timer for you. It's okay. We've all seen it. I almost said it for 30 minutes. I probably could have done a better job in 30 minutes. Excuse me. Really, we cannot fall asleep. Okay, I'm going to count. Ready? Three, two, one, go. All right, so. Movie is a continuation off of Wizards of Waverly Place, the TV series. It's Alex and her two brothers, all teen wizards. She has a bad relationship with her parents. She's kind of a brat. She acts out a lot. She is upset because she doesn't want to go on their family vacation. She ends up having to go because she sneaks out to a party. Um, And so her punishment, she has to go on vacation with them. So she goes on vacation with them. In the heat of anger with her mom, she makes a wish that her parents had never met. And so because she's holding their family's like magic wand and magic spell book, that wish comes true. And they essentially spend the entire rest of the movie trying to undo this. They're on a time crunch because as this becomes more and more true, they start to fade away and start to not exist anymore. Um, and then at the end, they have to do their big family competition to decide who the one full wizard in the family gets to be. And they said it right. Good job. Thank you. I almost said great job, but you kind of missed the whole Stone of Dreams plot line. Well, that's entirely true. But I gotta be honest, if I had put that in there, I would have started talking about the parrot. <laughs> and then... This movie What's was... the parrot's name again? Giselle. No. Yes. Giselle. I almost... I almost said Rochelle... But I realized the only reason I was thinking Rochelle is because of um, the first episode of New Girl with Zoe Deschanel when she gets cheated on by her boyfriend. And his new girlfriend is the girl that he cheated on with. And her name is Rochelle. And she is like, Rochelle, like a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a ridiculous show. Um, I have the official summary pulled up. And honestly, it's about as vague as yours. Um, and not that, not that yours was super vague, but according to Disney Plus, um, the Russos think that they can relax on a tropical vacation until Alex accidentally casts a spell that threatens her family's existence. While Max tries to keep his parents together, Alex and Justin use every trick that they know to search for the Stone of Dreams, the only way to reverse the spell and save their family. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like family vacation themed, which is fun because it's still summertime. I mean, summer's starting to wind down a little bit, but um, it was good beach themed, Mexico themed. We were in Mexico. Were we? I think so. Yeah, I guess they just kept saying this resort. This yeah. resort. Well, no, but then they said the Caribbean, so maybe not Mexico, but Mexico's... Well, yeah, because they were all wearing, like, quote-unquote Hawaiian-style shirts. Yeah. So. They were in the Caribbean. They um, were somewhere with a beach. Yeah, and it made me jealous. 
at the resort um, their parents met at. Yeah. Can I, this is an, an aside, a tangent, but like two years ago now, probably, I got a fortune cookie in a meal of Chinese food that said a fabulous vacation is awaiting me at an expensive resort. And I still have yet to go on that expensive resort fabulous vacation. Well, it's awaiting me. It's next month. Yeah. Maybe it just sounds so excited. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I'm not getting a fabulous resort vacation. That was like if someone took an Ariana Grande, yeah, and yeah. like <laughs> pitched it down. it down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't do it without laughing. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, well, anyway. But, yeah. So, they were on the resort vacation that a fortune cookie promised me, essentially. And shenanigans ensued. It kind of, um, I don't want to give the wrong information because I did no research, but it takes place between, like, the third and fourth season of the show or the fourth and fifth season or something along those lines. Yes. And this is very interesting because I had a memory of watching this movie. And what I thought this movie was. And for about an hour and ten minutes of the movie, I was having a complete crisis. Because I was like, this movie is not what I remember it being. But there's only one other Wizards of Waverly Place movie. And it's also not what I thought it was. I completely remembered the like family competition at the end. Which is really only 10 minutes. Yeah, it's very short. I remembered that being like a full hour and a half long movie of like subplot and like that actual like battle being like. I remember that being so much more of a big deal than it was. Yeah, it's not a big deal at all. And I have thoughts about the the wizard, the family wizard competition that we can get to. I do. I have thoughts about it in, like, a, from, like, a moral perspective. I also have thoughts on it from, like, a plot perspective. Yeah. So, but, there you go. In fact, I only took five notes watching this whole movie. In fact, I kind of went into it thinking, I'm not going to take any notes, because I've seen this movie quite a few times. I was like, I'll just know what I want to talk about. I did take five notes. Um, I'll show you my screen it's just that but one of my notes is about the wizard competition the rest are just each like one sentence yes i have like maybe 10 notes yeah i have five and two of them are about justin (laughs) one was not the fedora because he's wearing a fedora for like half of the movie yes he can't be trusted. Like, part of his vacation outfits. And then my next note was just one word. Biceps. Because they went windsurfing. And mm-hmm. he had, like, guns. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So those were my Justin-related notes. Um, we can get to my Justin-related notes towards the end. Because I think it okay. would really throw you for a loop. And... I want to make sure that we can continue with the rest of the pod. Oh, no. Okay. Wait, is that the loop that you were telling me about earlier? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so what do you want to jump in with then? Um, well, whew, excuse me. Oh, I actually have pulled up the Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Okay. Um, I was going to let's talk about some rankings. Yeah. There is not a critic score. However, uh, the audience score with more than 10,000 ratings is 67%. So not too shabby. No, pretty, pretty standard for a decon. Yeah. Yep. Exciting. Um, uh, we've already established that both of us had watched this before. Mm-hmm. I think I watched it when it came out. I have a sneaking suspicion I did that. Um, I probably I have, did too. I don't have as strong a recollection of it as I do with other things like, you know, Camp Rock, High School Musical, etc., etc., etc. But, um, Hannah? Do you have a ranking for this? I do. I actually prepared ahead of time this time. Okay, love that. Um, I was going to give it a 3.25, but then I looked back at our rankings and saw that I gave Radio Rebel a 3.5, and I was like, well, this is certainly better than Radio Rebel. So I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. It's above average... I rewatch it occasionally, like once a year or maybe every other year, like around summertime. But it's a little corny. Absolutely. Oh golly, excuse me. Um I think I am going to give this well hold on, let me look at what I gave descendants. Okay. Phew. I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. It really didn't knock my socks off. And like I said, yeah. I think I think that is partially because so much of the character development of this movie required that you had watched the show previously, and I haven't watched the show in a really long time, so I found myself a lot less willing to be forgiving of the character flaws. One, than I was as an 11-year-old. Um, two, as I would have been if I had, like, been watching for a while and I was like, oh, this is the way that these people are. But they have, like, this backstory and this backstory and this backstory. The whole time I was just like, wow, these kids are so annoying. I don't They know were annoying. Is- Although, I have to say, I feel like um, Alex, who obviously we all know, is played by Selena Gomez, and Justin, who's played by, um, God, what's his name? David? David Henry. David Henry. I feel like they both had really good performances in this. Well, and that is, was the redeeming thing of this whole movie. Yeah. I always forget, because I don't watch a lot of things with her in it, Selena Gomez, that girl can act her ass off. Yeah, I was going to save this for the Beyond the Pod, but, like, my family's watching season two of Only Murders in the building right now. She's so good. I haven't watched any of it. (gasps) You gotta. 
watching this movie was what I was like, I've got to move that to the top of the list. It's so good. Would definitely recommend to both Lizzie and to anyone listening. Um, as soon as I finish my current shows, that's next on the roster. Only Murders is very good. Very funny, but also, like, she's very good in it. Um, no, they were good, uh, and they, like, acted with a lot of technique. Like, they mm-hmm. acted very... Obviously, the characters were not mature, but yeah. their technique as actors was very mature, considering yeah. the fact that a lot of times when we see actors in kids' shows, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. the best performances on the planet. Well, and even compared to, like, which is where really place the TV show, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a comedy, it's a kid's sitcom, and, you know, it's it's a little bit cornier, it's 30-minute episodes, um, it's backed by a laugh track. Like, it's harder to take seriously. Not that they're bad actors in it, but it's just, it's not as serious. Whereas there were parts of this movie that were rather serious and kind of touching or a little bit sad. And they were really good actors through it, you know? Yes, they were. I believed them. A lot more, there were parts that were a lot more intense emotionally in this than there were in a lot of the kind of, like, episodes of Wizards of Waverly Place. Not to say that there weren't some incredibly emotional episodes of Wizards of Waverly Place. I can think of a few that, like, Um, I was just gonna say, I looked up really quickly. Selena Gomez was only 16 or 17 when they filmed this, so... She was still a kid. She was still a kid, and she did really well. So Mm -hmm. I will say, I I wanna, since we're talking about this now, I wanna jump ahead to the very ending of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so basically this competition for their family's powers, for those of you who have never seen the movie, the way that the magic lore essentially works in this Wizards of Waverly Place universe is that in a family of wizards, of the kids of each generation, only one kid can be like a practicing wizard, essentially, (laughs) once they, you know, come of age. And so there's a competition to see who's the best wizard and whoever wins that gets all of the family's powers. Um, And then, you know, everyone else ends up not having powers and goes back to being just like a normal mortal. I almost said a muggle. (laughs) Right idea. Isn't it crazy that all British people, unless they're a wizard, they're just a muggle? Yeah. (laughs) She won that, everyone. Um, yeah. Um, oh, train of thought. Oh, but so, like, that's a, a big plot, a big sub kind of plot character point of their dad in Wizards of Waverly Place is that he gave up his powers and he kind of, like, purposefully didn't win the competition so that he could marry their mom. Their well, mom I think he did win the competition and then later gave them up. Oh, that's right. That's absolutely right. And then they have this, like, goofy... He has this, like, goofy younger brother that got the powers, which was kind of a parallel for Alex. Like... Yes. If, like, the responsible older sibling hadn't... didn't have the powers, what it would be like. And so Alex wins this competition, despite the fact that Justin has been, like, diligently studying his entire life for this very thing. She happens to win... Um... And there's this part then where she's like, all right, now 
I have the power. I can, I have enough power to reverse this spell that has like made her family forget that they're a family. Um, and she, she doesn't, doesn't know, know any spells. She doesn't know any of it. And she's trying to get her older brother, Justin, to help her. And as this is happening, he's forgetting her. And it's like a little bit heartbreaking. Like mm-hmm. she is just she's like, crying. She's so desperately trying to get him to respond to her with like any ounce of recognition and help her so that she can like put their family back together. Ooh. It was really and sad. He's, and he's like, I don't remember you, but like, I believe you. Yeah. And then he gets sucked away into a tornado. Oof. Yeah. That was crazy, by the way. That was, that was camp. Wizards of Oz. Wizards, Wizard of Oz vibes. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, the two of them were a really good performance together in this movie. For like about half of the movie, maybe a little bit more, they're kind of on this quest together Well. Like, Max is kind of being more of, like, the comedic relief, like, trying to keep the parents from wandering off and falling in love with other people. Like, that's kind of the comedy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Alex and Justin are on, the like, the serious quest. Um, but, yeah. Find the stone. The stone of dreams, which is a wizard, like, artifact where it's kind of like it can grant any wish. It can reverse any spell but it's like hidden in wizard ruins and it's kind of impossible to find but they're able to find like a map with with like out the missing piece so they're able to find it and they work together to accomplish their goals it's kind of like one of the stones from avengers yeah i was gonna say it looks like just in appearance the stone from harry potter and the sorcerer's stone oh yeah Kind of. It's all craggly and... Mm, kind of big, but, like, about the size of, like, a... In your fist. Like a softball. Yeah. Yeah. Or baseball, rather. Baseball, probably. You could um, hurt someone with it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you could hurt someone with it. Um, I just looked up quickly... Not super related, but the director of this movie is Lev El Spiro, and I was like, well, that's kind of random. I don't know if I've heard of him. It sounds familiar. We have heard of him before, because he directed Minutemen, which, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if we ever released that episode. That was one of our lost episodes. We have to we have to release that one. Someday to be recovered from the archives. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get a wild hair. From the vault? Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get a wild hair, and I'll get up the energy to recover, like, a ten-minute segment of it, but the audio for it is just so abysmal. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Well, it, honestly, we yeah. may just have to re-record it at some point. Re-record. But, but basically, the, the gist of this director is that he's directed a lot of things. He mostly did a lot of TV, but um, he did do Minutemen, so... He has at least two decoms on his list. And he did Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3. Yes, I distinctly remember us talking about that when we recorded Minute Minute. Oh, I was going to say, I was kind of mixed up. I don't mix them up, but I kind of equate David Henry and Jason Dolly. Because they both play like the older brother in a Disney Channel sitcom. I was oh, going to sure, say, he works with David Henry twice, but he didn't. Um, it was Jason Dolly in Minute Men. Yes, that makes sense. Um, okay, what's next? 
what's next? Oh my god, I don't know. It feels like it's been forever since we did this. Do you have any thoughts from an actual child or not today? We don't have any thoughts from an actual child, and that was intentional. One, because Maggie was on an island, and therefore oh. unable to watch the film. Two, Maggie never watched Wizards of Waverly Place. Because she was an infant. She was an infant. And then we lived in a country Europe. that didn't have Disney Channel. And then by the time she came back, I think Wizards of Waverly Place was over. So, like, oh. it's possible she's watched some reruns of it, but, like, this holds none of the the meaning. Imagine being younger than Wizards of Waverly Place. Like, I really and truly... Do we know what month this movie came out? Um, not off the top of my head, but I can pull it up right now. Yeah. Wizard. August. So this movie is older than Maggie. Oh my god. This movie is a few months older than Maggie's. So. Embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Someone today thought that I was a high schooler. Oh my god. Someone at my place of work a customer came in and was like high school and was like oh when do you guys go back to school so like she didn't think i was a recently graduate she thought i was actively in high school i said i'm 23 and she was like oh my god you look so young and i was like thank you the sun story is my life no one has no one has ever said that to me before in my life oh no i have such the baby face thing going on i think i look pretty much exactly the age i am maybe a couple years older just from the exhaustion um and i was really kind of feeling good about myself i was like wow maybe i look very awake and rejuvenated despite the fact that i'm about to melt into the floor out of tiredness um and then she turned and i saw how thick the lenses of her glasses were (coughs) and i said this woman she just can't see Damn. I thought you were gonna say I saw how thick like she was, and I was no. like, "With how many C's?" No, 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 no. Her the lenses of her glasses were thick with every C, the seven C's. That's how thick. Oh my she god! Was. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. Uh. Um, Lizzie, well, do you have any other notes about this movie you want to talk about? Um, yeah, let me just run through mine real quick. I don't know. I didn't really care about this movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that man. This movie is, like, to me, it's, like, fun, like, to watch, like, you know, every once in a while. Um, it's I feel like we kind of talked about, yeah, yeah, in the mood for Um, you gotta be in the mood for it. My favorite part of this movie, uh, Besides kind of, like, what we already talked about, which is basically the highlight of this movie is, like, Alex and Justin acting together. My favorite, like, specific little one bit is during the wizard competition. Um, Like, they have to, like, use spells that are specifically, like, related to, like, the four elements. Like, earth, wind, water, earth. No, I said earth twice. Earth, wind, water, fire. Mm -hmm. Um, and Justin's using all these different spells, and she's just only using water to make mud to make him slip, and she does it, like, four times, and he's like, seriously? And she's like, sorry, you don't know a lot of spells. And I'm like, that is funny. Like, that is, like, a line I could remember in my head and I was waiting for. Excuse me, I had a big cough. It's okay, you sounded like me circa late 2021. Remember when I had a cough for 12 weeks? Yes. Oh my gosh, BFF Jill has had a cough for 12 weeks. 
And she was like, I don't know what my problem is. Like, maybe I'm allergic to something. And she finally went to the doctor. And they were like, you have bronchitis. Of course, yeah. And she said, don't tell me that. <laughs> but now she's fine. A cough always takes the longest to go away. Yes. OG listeners oh, will know. Thing- I had a cough for all of 2021's podcast episodes. Some Somewhere deep in the recesses of my... <laughs> of my computer storage is a super cut I made of various Hannah coughs. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know you did that. It's like 30 seconds. Well, something that people may not know is in this, this, it's not a second season, this Reboot? second half of this. Yeah. Our, after our hiatus, um, I've started taking out or keeping clips that I've taken out and making a blooper reel. <sighs> I'm crying. That's so funny. I'm really excited to see what we can do with some of this audio because if you people, you people, that sounds so accusatory, if you people, if you lovely listeners who put up with us um, don't think that really and truly like about 17% of what I have to cut out is just stuff we are laughing so hard. I can't tell what we're saying. It doesn't sound like we're speaking, not even English, a language. We're speaking Simlish. It's like noises and hooting and howling. Some car noises. Yeah. Well, because you're I'm a smart laugher and I'm a, I'm a wheeze laugher. It's a... It's a, it's a symphony. It's cacophonous. <laughs> it is cacophonous. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I have to say, something that I really loved about all the zombies podcasts that we did was just doing our little illustrations that we do for the um for the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And the fact that in order, the first one says it's a wig, the second one says it's a movie, and the third one says it's cinema. <laughs> I love it. It makes me giggle. Harry Styles wrote cinema about Zombies 3. You can't convince me otherwise. I, well, unless we want to say that he wrote it about Florence Pugh. We won't get into that at this moment. I'm deep on Florence Pugh Harry Styles tea TikTok. I'm not yet. You'll have to send me some so it'll be co- get and up on my for you page. I'm 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 gonna lean into it all. I'm ready. Honestly, I, I bet have, you have sent me some because I have like a hundred unseen TikTok messages. It's so overwhelming I can't yeah, even I fathom diving into it. Keep sending me one. Sending them back. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's just right, when it I gets to be that high of a number. Yeah, sorry. Let's go back to wizards. No, I'm. This is. I'm gonna put your hands up. <laughs> it's time to talk about Milo Manheim. <laughs> when I was watching this, I said, "Oh my god." Disney Channel only casts the same three types of men, and one of them is the Justin Henry Milo Mannheim 
<laughs> they do look a lot alike. There were facial expressions. I honestly, not, I had to Google because I was like, are they related? Like, is Milo Mannheim a nepotism baby? And they're not related, although he's a little bit of a nepotism baby in the fact that his mother is an actress. Yeah, but isn't everyone at this point. Um, True. Oh my gosh. I was, just, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about how I, they think we need to go back to having like 20 actors tops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just like Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, Shirley Temple. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. You should have like enough people to, you know, have a diverse cast, mm-hmm. you know. But there are too many actors. I do agree with that. We don't need yeah. to make so many things. I'm so glad that we're making things, but I also sometimes think we're making too many things. Yeah, I agree. As I'm overwhelmed. Creators, as the creators of a podcast that arguably does not need to exist. Yeah, I'm super aware of that. Yeah. You know how many other podcasts there are? You know how many other decom-related podcasts there are? We follow a bunch of them on Instagram. I know. I keep thinking we should reach out to them. Yeah, me too. Eh, we'll get there. <laughs> Slowly but yeah, slowly. I was thinking that this week. Once I stop yawning. Um, The best True. quote for me from this movie was... You were a great pair of legs when I needed it. That the evil parrot says. <laughs> yeah, but now I have my own. But now I have my own. That was hilarious. Um. Oh, my one last thing is adventure movies. Oh yes. So yesterday, me and my Grammy went to the movie theater, and we saw a really adorable, charming little film called "Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris." Okay, I've not heard of it. It takes place in 1957. And it follows this British housekeeper who is a war widow, but doesn't get confirmation that her husband was killed in action until like 1957. So she's been waiting Ooh. 13 years, has never moved on, like just holds out hope. Like she's pretty sure that he's dead, but you know, she's like, if he's out there, and if there's a way for him to get back to me, he will. And nobody mm-hmm. has said he's dead yet. So he's not dead yet. And she cleans all these people's houses. And she, like, does not have a lot of money. And she cleans all these rich people's houses. And there's this, like, one family who she cleans for who consistently does not pay her. Because they're like, oh, we just, you know, things are so tight right now financially. And then the woman from that family who hires her comes back with this brand new, like custom made Christian Dior gown. And this is from Mm -hmm. the era where Christian Dior was alive. Yeah. And she's like, it cost me 500 pounds, which is, you know, a lot of money times worth of money. Mm -hmm. Um, and so through a confluence events, this woman, the housekeeper, Mrs. Harris, comes into some money and is like, I'm going to do something frivolous for the first time in my life. And I'm going to go to Paris for a day and buy myself a Christian Dior gown, not knowing that she has to be there for two weeks to get fittings and everything. And that's not how Mm -hmm. that works. And so it's a wonderful little heartwarming film for those of you who are like, 
fan of that movie, A Hundred Foot Journey, or like Julie and Julia. It gives off those kind of vibes. It was, yeah, just good. But since the movie theaters are coming back, I have a theory that we are about to see the return and the rise of popularity of like an action-y, adventure like Uncharted with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. That Don't get me started on Uncharted. Movie. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this because the preview before Mrs. Harris goes to Paris was that movie Bullet Train. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt and Aaron Taylor Johnson. And who else? I don't know. Lots of people. Oh, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's in it. Oh, really? Um, Yes. And I've heard Bad Bunny's fantastic in it. I've also heard Aaron Taylor Johnson is fantastic in it, which is not surprising. Because he's a cutie patootie. Um, And... So I'm really excited for this sort of like national treasure-esque treasure hunting heist movie, that kind of movie to come back. And I think we're about to get there. Which is very exciting. I watched for the first time recently, I mean it's a new movie, but I like like a month or so ago with my roommates watched The Lost City, which was very I'm gonna, good. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. It was really good. It reminded me of Uncharted, but like a little bit more comedic. Yes. It was very funny. And some, un- like, I knew that, like, it starred Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, but there were, like, some, like, famous people in it that was like, oh my god, I did not know you were going to be in this. Brad Pitt's in it. Yeah, for only, like, a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And someone um, else. Do you know who else is in it? Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. He's the bad guy. And he plays, like, his same character, I think, that he played in Now You See Me Too. I love that. Oh, I never saw that movie. Me neither, but I think it's kind of the same, like, rich villain. No, I'm excited for this. And I was thinking about this watching Wizards of Waverly Place during Alex and Justin. During Alex and Justin's, like, treasure hunting, looking for the stone thing. Oh, yeah, very much similar vibes. Yeah. Which I'm excited about, because I love a good treasure hunting story. I know you do. Muppet Treasure Island. I love it. <laughs> um, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. about islands then. <laughs> um, I just want to go through my final notes. Yeah. I wrote The Dog which just is referring to the point where Max turns a waitress into a dog and then forgets to turn her back, and then it, like, pans really close up to her face. And it jump-scared me. Um, Then I wrote, the mosquito scene is my life. Because there's a scene where they're in the jungle, the rainforest, and Alex is getting eaten by mosquitoes. And that's just um, my everyday life these days, because I live in the swamp. Uh, so send help basically is the point of that note and actually my final quick note which isn't that quick I do kind of want to ask your opinion on it because I'm wondering if you agree 
I am not convinced that Alex actually would have won the wizard competition. The family wizard contest. And spoiler alert, although, like we said, it's been, like, more than ten years, so whatever. In the show, like, in the television show, they, like, redo the wizard competition, and she doesn't win. Mm -hmm. Because she's not a good wizard. Like, she's just the main character. Um... So basically, I was just wondering if you agreed with that. That, like, it was really unlikely that Justin would not have won. I absolutely agree with it. Because the whole thing was like, oh, like, yeah. He was like, but I've been studying battle skills, like, battle spells for years. Like, like, I didn't realize that we were only going to be able to use these four types of spells. And it's like, yeah, but he was such a good wizard. Like, he would have known all of those, too. And he did. Like, she only used, what, like, one and a half kinds of spells. He would have won. He also would have been able to run faster than her. Did you see his biceps? I did see his biceps. <clears throat> and those were all my notes. Thank you. Here we go. I really have nothing else to say. Okay. Do you want to do a quick be on the pod? Yeah. Rapid fire. You want to go first? Okay. <clears throat> Sure. Um, I'm not reading anything new, so I'm not going to say anything. Uh, right. Watching. Um, I was going to say Only Murders in the Building, but I already shouted that out. So I'll say, actually, last weekend, um, original friend of the pod, Amber, and I watched Avalon High as a big throwback because that was OG listeners know. That was our first episode. But also, she had never seen it. And I was like, girl, fake fan. So we watched it. And it was a fun little throwback. And then listening, I'm listening to a lot of new music. Um, I'm enjoying Sabrina Carpenter's new album. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and podcasts. Um, I'm not really listening to any new podcasts. I'm a creature of habit. I have a lot of podcasts that I want to listen to. Um, but mostly I'm listening to a lot of violating community guidelines. I love that. Your turn, Lizzie. Go quick. So, I am currently reading Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I love mm. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So, I'm reading Daisy Jones right now because my mom has asked me to like 17 times. I'm reading it really slow because I'm worried about it ending because it's so good. Aww. That's I the best kind. Yes. I just finished watching the first season of Dairy Girls. It's a perfect show. I can't wait to start season two. And I also watched most of the first season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Also incredible. I love it. I think maybe I have a little crush on Andy Samberg now. That's unexpected <laughs> for me. Um, and then movies. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Absolutely recommend. Um, listening. I have been listening to Maggie Rogers' new album, Surrender. It is fantastic. Fantastic and delightful. Her vocals are insane. I did have a jump scare listening to it on the highway the other day, and I, when I am pretty sure that I saw an ex-boyfriend of mine yeah. behind me on the highway. Terrifying. And podcasts. I wish you could see Hannah's face right now. <laughs> the gasp she just did. Um, I'm, listening I'm just to assuming Brooke- the worst. Yeah, I'm listening to Brooke and Connor make a podcast. Um, oh, lovely. Which is hilarious and delightful. So, there you yeah. go. Rock on. Well, 
yeah. thanks for listening everyone thank you all for listening short and sweet um yeah we appreciate it this was uh, you know fun we're gonna uh you know get back into the swing of things after doing kind of a what felt like a series. long series uh, about a month-long situation but this was a fun little moment yes um we're happy to give you all what you want within reason we won't be watching um, Halloween Town anytime soon. No, definitely not. Um, we haven't shouted it out in a few weeks, but make sure if you don't follow the Instagram, it's uh, at slumberparty.pod. We've started to post back on there a little bit more frequently. Um, we've been posting some memes, and I was proud of our memes. So, Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to put a little like question box up. Um, probably today's Tuesday when we're recording this, we'll probably mm-hmm. put it up tomorrow. Um, asking people for ideas of the sort of content you would like to see from us to celebrate our one year anniversary, which is coming. Up. Oh yeah, absolutely. In just a couple of weeks. <gasps> yeah. Cause well, we have to decide if we want to celebrate it on the episode one. Yeah. Anniversary or the first movie we did, which was... I was thinking that. Are we going to celebrate on the 31st or on, on my birthday on the 7th? I think we might want to do it on the 31st. Yeah. So that we can celebrate your birthday on your birthday. Perfect. Okay. Then we really need to get our poop in a group because we have two yeah. days. <laughs> we do. So we'll put that out tomorrow and then... I'm more, than happy. I'm more than happy to put out multiple things if we need to, because it's, an, it's, a, it's a celebration. A party without cake is. is just a meeting, people. That's so true. I don't want to go to any other meetings. I had. I don't want to talk about work. Okay. Um, should I take us away? Please, take me away, Natasha Benningfield. This has been the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. This episode was edited by Lizzie and collectively conceived of Lizzie as a postcard crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. This podcast has been distributed. What? No, no, start over. No, just keep going. My anchor. We hope you'll join us again next week when Lizzie gets her shit together. (laughs) The angle. There's something different happening with angles or something. So when you leaned in to do the end like you were a little bit closer but also like this <laughs> yeah. I look headless I mean I look bodyless <laughs> but then you were also trying, trying to do your outro voice so it was this episode thank you for listening to the summer party <laughs> alright that's the best take we've ever had and you know what? We will not be doing a second one. Absolutely not. Bye. Bye.